Hello, I'm Alison Creel, founder of Above and Beyond Education, an online portal where every educator is celebrated for the amazing work that they do each and every day. It's a space where you can share what's going really well, celebrate, collaborate and support and so much more. Flying High is the official podcast for Above and Beyond Education, and each week we'll hear from one of our members who share the highlights of what's going well for them in their work in education. Okay, our guest this week is Andrew Moffat, MBE, uh, who's the personal development lead at Excelsior Trust. He's the author of No Outsiders, Everyone Different, Everyone Welcome, as well as Reclaiming Radical Ideas in Schools, uh, which both uh, gives guidance on the teaching of the Equality Act, but it also prepares, uh, helps teachers prepare our pupils for life in modern Britain, which I think is just amazing. So hello, Andrew, and welcome to the Flying High podcast. And I'd like you to please introduce yourself. And then, uh, yeah, please do go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, well, thanks, Alison. I think you did quite a good job yourself, actually. I'm not sure what, 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 what more I would add. So, uh, yeah, Andrew Moffat. Um, yeah, I'm a PD lead at Celsius, Matt. And uh, I've, got, I've got a lovely job at the moment because I basically can buy it. I'm employed full time by Excelsior, Matt. Uh, but they give me two days a week in class, two days a week I do you know, outside of training in schools around the country. And then one day a week I work for the Matt and, and help schools in the Matt on, on their personal personal development so it's wonderful that that a, a mat is able to carve out roles for people you know um yeah and uh, so um it's a good time for way happy today yes it's excellent and um it's it's really nice that people are thinking uh, more creatively about how we work in our schools so it's not a rigid you teach in a classroom or you do this or you do that there is you know there are opportunities to do things differently and you clearly do Yes, definitely. In fact, today I taught year six today, uh, all, all day. So that's my old class. It's the first time I taught. I had them in year five, and uh, and then uh, I, I I handed them over to year six in 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 July. And it's the first time I had them, and it was it was a joy. It was it was just wonderful to have them back and to see how much they've grown. You know, not only you know you know confidence and in their in their writing. Why can't you write that for me back in July? It's just brilliant. You know, so I had a lovely day. Absolutely brilliant. Well, if people could see you, which they can't, they would see this enormous grin on your face. It's like pure joy of teaching. So it's great to see. Um, what I'd like to do is to ask you to please tell us about your journey through education and how you come to be doing what you're doing today. Yeah, so um, well, I've been teaching for 27 years. Uh, so 1995, I started teaching. Um, and um, yeah, I, first, I, I, I was never... I was never going to be ahead, and I still don't really want to be ahead. To be fair, who knows? I've got I reckon about fifteen years left. Who knows where, where I might end up? You know, but at the moment, quite happy. You know, um, doing what I do. I really could fell into this through doing work about LGBT equality. That's because I was in thousand uh, the early two thousands. I was very aware as a you know a, a, a gay myself, and, and 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 I was so terrified of people finding out that I was gay. You know, both the staff especially the children and the parents, but also the staff as well. I was very frightened of people finding out. And, and um, yeah, that's, you sort of think, well, that's not, that's not right, is it, really? And, you know, at a time I was working in um, uh, sort of nurture groups, I had seven years in a nurture group in Coventry. It was brilliant. It was like a, um, you know, we, we took children who were struggling 
and the sort of trying to sort of keep them in schools. It was really good. And I felt all the time I was encouraging children to talk about themselves and to, you know, to be confident about who you are. And there was me modeling the opposite modeling keeping quiet and just in case anyone ever finds out you know so so basically i wrote a resource in 2006 called chanting homophobia in primary schools it was never it was just on the internet there's no one published it but that was to my knowledge i wasn't aware of any other resources at the time that mm-hmm. were you know supported primary schools in teaching about you know, same-sex families or, or just different families. Um, and so I sort of pootled around with that for a few years and I went to be assistant head in Birmingham, um, uh, in a city of Birmingham. And um, then I ran, ran into trouble, basically, with the resource because um, and that's when I realised I need to change the way I was doing it because, uh, well, basically, the, 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 there was a parent backlash, basically. And the reason I was a parent backlash is because I hadn't engaged with parents. I hadn't engaged with them on this work. And... You know, and you could argue in 2009, you could argue at a time, well, why should we engage? Why make a fuss about it? You know, we don't engage about how to teach fractions or we don't ask permission to teach history or geography. So why this? But, but it's 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 um it's uh it's naive to think that because not everyone's on the same page. So because I hadn't engaged with them, it was a shock to parents and you know, it, it all unfolded. So that's when I wrote No Outsiders. The whole point of no outsiders is two things. Number one. It's based on equality, so all equalities. So there's nothing that can be seen as a gay lesson, or indeed a, a, a race lesson, or a gender lesson. It's about this is about equality and difference. But crucially, you engage with parents before you teach it. You get you put it on picture book, picture books, and you get parents on a table, and that's where that's how I, when I see you know my career really shifting up a gear. That's where I see my day. That's where I started really being you know who i am today really 2014 writing no outsiders thinking yes this is it this is what i need to do that's just really amazing um i had a rude awakening about uh, two years ago so uh when i was uh leading schools i had diverse staff not only in terms of ethnicity but I also had diverse staff in terms of sexuality and gender, of course. Um, and I went to one of the Bruette events and Mr. Pink was talking. Um, mm-hmm. And he was talking about his experiences about a gay man and the fact that he uses the Twitter handle Mr. Pink because he felt he needed to protect his identity and he needed to protect his school. Um, and. I took it for granted that every school was like mine, where yeah. people were all welcome, irrespective of who they were. In fact, I took incredible pride in having this diverse staff. Um, and most of the children in my school came from quite religious backgrounds, you know, more than, you know, about 50% of them uh, came from, uh, they were Muslim. Um, so I just thought, well, it's cool. Parents just accept this. And so realising that it's not like that everywhere in England was a rude awakening for me. Yes, I think you're absolutely right, Alison. And, and, you know, I will say at this point that I haven't been, I haven't worked in any school that hasn't accepted me in terms of the staff. You know, I'm, you know, I, 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 I've never experienced homophobia or, or, or discrimination to my knowledge. I've never felt it, you know, in, 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 a, in a school. Staff have only ever been supportive and, uh, you know, um, 
but certainly, yeah, I think there's, um, I've had different experiences uh, with communities, you know, uh, but that's, that's, that's the, that's the, the, uh, the uh, best point of education, isn't it? That's, that's, that's why we do it, you know, it's about, you know, it, it's that, you know, you sound corny when you say it, but actually what's education for? Is it about making the world a better place for our children? Is it about, you know, changing the world, about, you know, about, you know, having impact? And I think that, um, you know, uh, that's what this work is about, really. But it's also, you know, we we say to black staff, there's the, the saying, um, or what we say about our pupils is they can't be what they can't see. And it's about yeah. allowing um us to all be equally accepted for who we are and for them to know that they can be accepted and they can be who they want to be as adults yes i absolutely agree i heard someone recently uh, uh, use that uh, phrase and say actually they, they disagreed with it though because so what about pioneers and there's it, it, it was a it was a black woman who said when i was young i didn't see anybody you know in a curriculum or in schools and yet I went on, you know, that's why I did it, you know, so, so, so it's interesting, you know, because I would say yeah. the same for, you know, for, 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 for LGBT, you know, um, certainly I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't have any role models, you know, when I was growing up, it made me, actually, see if it made you want to do it, mm, no, it made, well, you know, it made me do, actually, so, so I'm going to agree with you, I haven't disagreed with you, it made me hide. Yes, yeah. it did. When, when I became the... confident, then it made me want to change the world and make it better. But for the first 15 years of my career, or 10 years, yeah, it made me hide. So maybe you are right. <laughs> yeah, and I've also had, you know, I was uh, I was the first black CEO in the country. And um, when I go, even now, when I go and speak at events and things, people will come up and say, I didn't know people like you existed. I, I You know, people will cry because they know um, that it's it, maybe I don't think they cry so much because of what has happened to them, but it opens the door to all sorts of possibilities. So yes, you know, there's a group of us who have to go first, um, <laughs> but it then does mean that more people will um, feel more comfortable yes. um, being themselves and recognizing that they don't have to, you know, live and you know under under some kind of false pretense to be accepted yes. they can be accepted for who they are and then I really like the fact that you talked about that this is about preparing our pupils for life in modern Britain can you yes. say what you mean by that so I always whenever I do talks I always start my first slide is always um let's look so often ask schools to prepare children for life in modern Britain so what does modern Britain look like well let's look at hate crime statistics that come out every year every year the home office produce hate crime statistics uh, in October actually they come out and every year hate crime goes up so why is there an outcry about this it's not an outcry about this it went up nine percent last year why is no one saying that's outrageous it went up 17 percent a couple of years ago so Who's doing something about this? You know, that's modern Britain, you know. So are we preparing our children to face hate crimes or to be part of hate crimes? Or are we preparing our children to, um, to be confident about diversity? You know, I always say I can't guarantee that no one in my class last year is going to grow up in 10 years' time, contribute to hate crime statistics, but I'm absolutely doing my best right, so that they don't. And I can, with my hand on my heart, I can say that my children have left my class absolutely loving that no outsiders thread. You know, it makes them feel safe, makes them feel like they belong. It gives them answers to questions or, well, you know, about, well, so 
who belongs or, you know, or, or, or can I get on who has different language to me? You know, how can I find a way to get on with people? So, so life in modern Britain, like modern Britain is diverse. Um, we've got to prepare children for it. It, it. it may not come naturally. It might come naturally, you know, but it may not. The thing is, we can't leave it to chance, basically. You know, we have to, we have to teach it. And be open to question and discussion and all of those sorts of things. Yes, and absolutely. And I'm very pleased that I, I may I may not be right, you know, uh, but what, what I do want to do is I want to talk about it, you know, let, let's discuss it. That's absolutely so beautiful. And I'm really glad to know that it's happening in our school. So thank you for that. Um, and then the second question I always ask our guests is, you know, what's going really well at the moment that you would like the whole teaching community to celebrate for you? So uh, a couple of years ago, three years ago, I had protests outside my school about no outsiders. And I did think that uh, that it was the end of this work uh, and the end of my career, actually. I thought, how are we going to come back from this? It was a very challenging time. I would like to share today that actually what happened three years on is those protests made no outsiders of my work absolutely huge. And the fact that I am now going around, I'm sitting in Liverpool to, uh, to today, um, tomorrow I'm doing a talk for the um, NEXT, no, sorry, tomorrow in Liverpool, Thursday I'm doing a talk for the NEXT, Friday I'm in, I'm in the Isle of Wight, uh, Manchester, uh, in Manchester, and it goes on. Basically, every, I'm now brought up until February next year, to at least two days a week, often three, doing this work all around the country. Now, isn't that wonderful? Because that shows that schools, they could have been frightened about that, what happened in Birmingham. They could have thought, well, we're not touching that. But actually, schools are seeing this as, well, what was it about? You know, and, and how can we get involved? You know, and, and I'm seeing schools all the time just grasping this work and really wanting to do it. And it's not just me, you know, there's loads of people doing great quality work, you know. The important thing is that schools are, um, they're wanting to do it. They're wanting to find you know, ways we can teach children to embrace, to accept equality. And I don't even use the word celebrate anymore, actually. You know, that's what that, that came after the protest. There's nothing to celebrate about me, you know. I, I, I'm just, I just am. I, I just am, you know. Um, I'll, the whole you no know, being gay thing. I, I love being gay. It's fabulous. I'll celebrate being gay. But you don't have to. I don't need you to celebrate me. You might have a faith. I haven't got a faith. I'd absolutely fight for your right to celebrate your faith. But I don't have to celebrate it with you. So, you know, I think celebrate is an interesting word. I've stopped using it. I use the words, you know, we embrace, we uh, we we talk about diversity, you know, we are diverse, you know. So that's what I think is going right at the moment. That's what I want to share with people. I want to show people, you know, that, that uh, just um, don't be frightened, you know, go for this work, it, uh, it works. Hundreds of schools are doing it. And, uh, you know, and uh, I will join you on your journey if you want me. Fantastic. That is wonderful. And I, I think that you, I do celebrate you. I celebrate you, <laughs> but no more than I celebrate any other person. But I, all, I think it's great that we can all now stand tall and be who we are in our schools. Exactly. Uh, with, yeah. So that's really wonderful. So I want to say huge thanks to you, Andrew Moffat, for being a Flying High guest and for making us all think more deeply 
about responsibilities for preparing pupils for modern Britain. Um, I want to say thanks to our listeners for joining us and please do go to our Wednesday winner forum on the Above and Beyond Education edu Education app to share your good news stories and let's reclaim our right to celebrate all the things going well in our schools and education communities. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you very much. If you work in education and you'd like to take part in an episode of the Flying High podcast, simply contact me. I'd love to hear from you and we welcome diversity in voices. Thanks to all our Flying High guests and to the education community for working together to make every school a great school. Take good care of you. <laughs>